You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. It's uh, actually fairly quiet still here on the outside of of Twani House. I'm here on the mayor's on the side of the mayor's office. Uh, no, so he hasn't received anything yet. So thanks so much just for that update. So let's get back to why we called you to speak to us uh, this afternoon. So how do you react to uh, the point that was made by the civic organization, uh, Mr. Masangu from Atridgeville, who said that, you know, the current uh, impasse between Samu and the city is really having a negative impact on residents. And this is why they feel they will not pay their services for the month of September. Yeah, look, Mr. Mishlangu has lost the plot completely, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Previously, he's come to me and he said to me, no, we must keep fighting these striking workers and we must end this. So he changes his story as the wind blows. The issue of Mr. Mashlangu and myself and the city of Chwani goes back many years. It's not now. And there's been a consistent drive from Mr. Mashlangu to get residents not to pay. And um, he... uh, he advocates it. He's also, in some cases, advocated people to uh, stop credit control, uh, you know, actions in the area. So we do have engagements with him, but uh, he's not very uh, come forward to assist the city in our efforts and interfere, in my opinion, into our efforts to, in, you know, to invoke our credit control actions. So I'm not too uh, concerned about what Mr. Mashlangu's opinion is. He has no right to uh, influence residents in that regard each resident must make their own decision. Mm, and some of them, you would imagine, would side with him. Uh, he was talking about the in, uh, indigent uh, residents in the city of Twane and the fact that there was some billing irregularities uh, where, as far as they are concerned. Are you aware of that? No, I'm not aware of that. No, I'm not. I know there's a problem with the registration of indigents, I, I, and that we concede. Uh, I've said that. Uh, and I know recently Mr. Mishlangu also claimed that some of the uh, decisions that I have uh, asked to be implemented as a city of Chwani claims as his own all of a sudden, I've learned through a previous TV interview. But what I have said um, is that we have a problem with registering indigents. We are too slow with the registration of indigents. Uh, we know we have closer to 600,000 indigents in the city of Tswane. That's also confirmed by the Auditor General. And that we as the city of Tswane have registered about 147,000 of those. Now, the registration of indigents does not fall under my department, but under a different department. And we are working, obviously, in unison uh, to fix this problem and to make it more uh, easier avenues for people to register. We're engaging SASA uh, to see if we can't get their database uh, so we can fast-track the registration of indigents. We support that, and uh, and we shouldn't make it so difficult for people. People shouldn't have it so find it so difficult to register register as an indigent. Uh, but then on that, I want to say, not every single person who doesn't pay their municipal accounts are indigent um, people who qualify for indigency, and um, and we need to continue to collect from those people.
So as you point out, Mr. Sutton, that there is uh, some problem with uh, the registration of uh, indigent residents. So if someone is indigent, if they have been indigent, let's say for the last year or so, and the city continues to bill them, how are you going to fix that situation? Or do you still expect them to pay for what they've been billed for over the past year? Yeah, so so no, they can be corrected, but I just want to qualify uh, one aspect, and, and it's seemingly Mr. Mashlangu is communicating the wrong information to the communities as well. When you register as an indigent, you get free basic services, okay? So you get 100 kilowatts of electricity free a month, 12 kiloliters of water, free property rights, free waste collection. But anything you collect or consume over that, you have to pay for. So there's no yeah. such thing as you have a free account. Mm-hmm. And what we often find is, and, and what will happen is, if somebody is indigent uh, and they've battled, we can backdate it, we can register them. But the overconsumption, they will still be responsible for paying. That it doesn't mean the entire account gets credited, if you understand what I'm saying. No, I totally so get what you're saying. So, so that we can we can deal with, um, but like I say, we need to find a more proactive way. I, I personally, and this is my personal view, I don't think uh, I think we can do a lot more to expect a person who are on a SASA pension, for instance, to come to us to register. I think there's a lot the municipality can do proactively to assist those residents, and part of the reason why we're engaging the SASA uh, offices as well to see what we can do proactively. Mr. Sutton, with regard to the strike by municipal workers, so uh, personally received calls as well as emails uh, from residents of the city of Twane complaining about uh, waste collection and things like that. So what is the situation at the moment? Well, look, as far um, as most, I have a meeting every morning, 8 o'clock. We have a top management meeting. Um, as far as um, as most services are, we're back to, we're starting with normal waste collection schedules and we're starting to, to bring the services back to normality. This week, again, we had criminal action and, and I want to state it very clearly. I don't think we're dealing with a protest action anymore. And, and, and remember, there was no strike. It was an unprotected strike. What we're dealing with now is a criminal element that is causing doing criminal activities to stop service delivery in the city. Like this week, again, we had three of our waste trucks attacked and smashed. You might have recall a month back or so, we had an employee shot uh, who landed up in hospital. We've had trucks set alight. And these aren't striking workers. These are criminals. And uh, we're working with state security agency and with the Hawks and with SAPs. And we hope we're going to make a breakthrough with some arrests very soon uh, so we can get these criminals arrested and we can get them out of the system. Um, but as far as most services are going, uh, we, we're starting to see a normalization of that. So, Mr. Sutton, can you confirm for us whether the city uh, intends to replace the dismissed uh, workers and uh, this despite uh, litigation against the city by unions? Absolutely, absolutely. The people who have been dismissed, uh, the city is very confident. We followed the correct process. Those people partook in an illegal strike action. They did not work. We are replacing them. We're also blacklisting those individuals. Uh, They will not work for the city of Tswane again. 
And um, we have started the process to advertise those positions to fill them. And I also have it on information that there might be more dismissals that will be affected very soon uh, as part of that process. So the city has on numerous occasions expressed uh, that its financial situation is an onerous one. Um, How much of the current situation, though, is due to the actions of uh, the former administration and former mayor, uh, as uh, uh, the findings were pointed out in the AG's report? Look, the the, the previous AG, AG report um, had a very serious uh, or, or, or concurrent fi- findings against the mayor, uh, the previous mayor, for not, not taking enough political action uh, to the situation in the city of Chwanek but not blaming him directly for the position. The financial position in the city of Tswane comes down to one thing. We have a 2.1 billion rand a month revenue base. So that's what we invoice out. And of that, only about 1.4 million a month is collected because people don't pay. There's a a culture of non-payment. And if you take, for instance, in ESCOM's case, during the winter months, mostly ESCOM's bill alone is 1.8 billion. A lot of that is wasted through illegal connections, uh, which we are dealing with now, especially in a lot of areas in Swanee. We have, we know there are, are massive illegal connections. We have tampering of meters. We have other problems as well, power outages, load shedding, of course, but I'm not blaming load shedding. And I want to play, place it very clearly. I'm not blaming, I'm not one of the people who blame load shedding for our position. Um, I think it's uh, it's a holistic problem, and um, and and so so th- and and I think what happened with Mayor Williams when he came in, he had no cash reserves. Uh, there was a lot of other problems, and I can tell you on very good authority. And I'm not going to mention them because it's not my intent to to try and bring another municipality into into our position. Mm-hmm. But I know of another municipality in Gauteng, which in the last year or two have burned through 7 billion rand of cash reserves. Um, and uh, and this is what happens. Now, municipalities in general often return, reserve to cash reserves to fund their operations because of the bad collection. And in the city of Tuani, that has certainly been a case for a very long time, before my time even. And, um, and now those cash reserves have dried up. So now you live from hand to mouth. You need to collect to pay. And we need to build up those cash reserves again. And a lot of that is tied up in our data's book. Now, if you analyze our data's book, about 5.5 billion rand in our data's book is electricity charges for ESCOM, which the municipality had to fund through other means. So people have used electricity, but they haven't paid for it. And that sits at 5.5 billion. And we need to collect that money because that money needs to go back to the cash reserves where that money was taken out in the first place uh, for, for funding that. So essentially, the city has now embarked on a different MO because, as you say, people were not paying previously as well. The city found a way to pay and uh, by so doing, I suppose, uh, continue to encourage that culture of non-payment. And now it seems as though it's all come to a head. Uh, How far, by the way, are you with regard to switching off of the lights to non-paying customers? Look, it's an ongoing process. We have uh, about four four times a week, we have uh, in-depth meetings about the progress. A lot of the areas uh, we find um, a lot of intimidation, people chasing our people away, trying to claim that they're illegal, they can't be there. 
Uh, and we're fighting that as well. Um, our metro police is very f thinly stretched at the moment because they also have to deal with the uh, criminals in the network now that's sabotaging and burning our infrastructure and our trucks and everything. Um, but we are continuing on, on that regard. But, but, but I think here's the, here's the big thing that I just want to, to try and summarize for you in 20 seconds. There's an entire value chain here that needs to be fixed. If, this, if people don't pay the city of Tuani, we can't pay ESCOM. If we can't pay ESCOM, ESCOM can't do the maintenance that they need to do. And we can just imagine what ESCOM can do with 60 billion rand in debt owed to them when it comes to load shedding. And so it carries through. But we also have to be honest if we, if we, if we are in government to say not only in Tuani, all over South Africa, we also need to ask the question why residents aren't paying. And I think that's the value chain that needs to be fixed. And I think in many cases, residents have lost hope. Residents are angry. Uh, tariffs might be too high. You know, mm -hmm. it might be too expensive. And I think there's an entire rebalance that needs to take place to bring that that ambience back um, and and that uh, that harmony back into the entire value chain. Um, so credit control is one option. You know, disconnecting the lines. But I I, I want to say that that's not the only option that that we're following. We're following also other options to try and bring that trust back, to bring that harmony back, to try and engage residents to find each other so we can find ways of of improving service delivery is very critical. Um, yeah. You know, if you, you you know, essentially, if you tell people I'm going to disconnect you if you don't pay, but you don't cut the grass, you don't fix the potholes, you don't fix the street lights, what message is that sending? And, and that's one thing in Tswane what we're advocating very much is that we need to fix the service delivery. That's part of the value chain. So, um, you know, as line, much as we... The city's not backing down. Bigger. Bottom line, the city's not backing down. You're going to follow through with whatever no, it is no, that absolutely. you are we, on we about. Yeah. And we're doing other aspects as well, not only collection. All right. We'll leave it there. A finance Thanks. MMC within the city of Tswane, uh, Mr. Peter Sutton there. City not backing down on anything, whether it's workers, whether it's residents. The city is following through with what they believe is right and they believe they are on the right track. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 Nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.